this is Patty Davis. I'm a psychic intuitive and medium coming to you from Humboldt County in Northern California. And I'm Judea, a psychic intuitive energy healer from the island of Kauai. And together we're spirit speakers where we meet to discuss a variety of topics from two different psychic vantage points. Welcome to Spirit Speakers Podcast. And today we are going to be talking about something super fun and super inspiring. It is the topic of ascension. And we figured coming out of kind of an intense 2021 and going into 2022, it'd be nice to leave this year on a high note. But before we get into it, I would like to tell you that Patty and I are hosting a chakra exploration class starting in early January. So if you want to hop onto our website, spiritspeakerspodcast.com, you can find the information about the class and potentially sign up. So you can do that while you're listening to this Ascension podcast. So I'm going to hand it over to Patty to tell us a little bit more about it. Yes. Hi, Jude. Ascension is one of those buzzwords that we hear a lot. And some of you may be thinking, what is Ascension? Now, Ascension itself is a pretty broad, multi-leveled concept. So we're going to go over a couple of the ideals of what ascension is, and it's not limited to these, but ascension can be a spiritual awakening, a spiritual upgrade, a profound expansion. It can be an inner rebirth to an elevated state. It can also be an expansion of the heart and the soul. It can be when you're able to transcend limited beliefs. It can be when you commune with oneness empowerment outside of the third dimensional successes, tapping into your inner divinity, a higher level of consciousness, an extreme raise in vibrational frequency, ego death, that's a big one, personal growth and understanding, an awareness of limitless potential, moving into a state of trust and allowing, aligning with your life purpose and enlightenment. Now, personally, this last one, I see enlightenment as the ultimate ascension. It's the last phase or the highest possible level of ascension. So for ascension, some people have major profound events where they shift all at once and other people have a lot of little tiny shifts. I'm more like that. I have a little sprinkling of ascension mixed in with a couple major events. So ascension can happen at any time for a multitude of reasons. There's many things that can trigger it. And it's basically an awareness and an upgrade. And you feel different afterwards. You feel more connected. Jude, I'm curious what you think. I think ascension is quite simply put sort of like an acceleration of your consciousness. And with that, all of the kind of spiritual gifts that come in with operating at a higher frequency. I've mentioned a lot of like, you know, low frequency, shadow realms, high frequency, light realms. And when we start raising frequencies, we start being able to tap into different higher dimensions. And these are people who are able to speak with spirit guides and ancestors, loved ones who've crossed over ETs and then some. So when you start moving your consciousness up, you're tapping into some like higher spectrum realms and higher spectrum experiences. So Ascension to me is sort of like the journey or the roadway towards that higher knowing and understanding where the final goal, the destination would be enlightenment. So I'm curious, I, and I know you've spoken of your Kundalini awakening. Do you feel like that was your most major ascension point or do you have many of them? Or I'm curious how you would describe your ascension. 
So a Kundalini awakening to me was the initiation or the activator. It was when I went from completely shelled off. It's like being locked in the closet to somebody finally opening the door. And you realize that there's so much more beyond this like little room that you were in. And to me, my Kundalini awakening was that, and I would one day like to do a a whole podcast on Kundalini awakenings, but a Kundalini awakening is essentially when basically all of your chakras line up and blast open and the chi or the prana just flows right through. And you kind of like blow your cap. This can be very intense for people, or it can be very sort of like a morseled out over time in a way that you can handle. For me, it was super intense. It wasn't the only thing. There was many very intense like ascension moments where I felt like I leveled up like by a giant leap. But just like you, I have in between those times, like these little incremental climbs, and then I'll have something massive happening. And I will literally feel like a transformed, like different person. Like I feel different in this moment than I was just uh, the moment before. And, you know, it's one of those things that I feel like I can't activate it. I can't make it happen. It's sort of all in divine timing when I've done enough work on my own, like pushing up that uphill climb that I get gifted something like, okay, you've proven that you're doing the work. Let me give you like a a heavy dose of a new reality. And then, you know, either my psychic gifts wake up even more or my understanding about this universe and the world come in in a bigger way or just something so transformative and serendipitous happens that it'll just blow my mind. It becomes a great story for the rest of my life. Like there's, there's so many different ways in which it can happen. All right. I have a question for you. So uh, you explained when you had the Kundalini awakening that that experience followed a time of darkness for you. So maybe this would be a good time to talk about the dark night of the soul a little bit. A lot of times it's kind of like, sometimes we have to be taken to our knees before we can find clarity and we allow ourselves to rebirth or to align. And in times of feeling lost and hopeless and depressed and distressed and disconnected, it seems to me like sometimes we have to really experience that before we're able to open up. And now I haven't had this experience personally. I'm curious if you feel like you've gone through a dark night of the soul, which has led to ascension. What do you mean you've not experienced it? You've totally I had- I have ever had a dark night ha- of the soul. Oh my gosh, Patty. Seriously? Did this summer you had one mm. where you were like, I'm literally oh, yeah, totally. in waking. Okay. <laughs> Patty's so much in the light. She doesn't have to suffer the same way as the rest no, of us. I move, I, move, I move on. So, okay. We're going to be talking about where the earth is right now. And the earth is transcending. And we're going into this huge ascension. And ascension is not always easy. You know, it, it can be a pretty wild ride. And it can come along with a lot of discomforts. And yes, I went through about a two-week period where I thought I was going to lose my shit. I just could not get on top of things. I was bugging you constantly, Jude. And it did lead to a huge ascension moment. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Cause we don't want to remember because <laughs> those dark yeah. nights of the soul, you know, you know, you say that and I'm just like, well, of course I've had them, but then I want to jog my memory right now about every single one that I've had. And yeah, they're horrible. It, it's like the most hopeless, despairing, dark, lonely, I don't even know how to really describe it, but you know, vibrationally, I can speak to this. It's like when we have an Ascension moment, it's like, imagine like a whole layer, a whole layer that is no longer serving you just gets peeled off of you. And then all of a sudden your soul can breathe and it feels exhilarating and amazing. And you're seeing like this whole new spectrum of light you haven't seen. And it feels like the most amazing thing in the world. And you're like, yes, I've made it. You know, I'm, I'm a new person. I'm reborn. I've ascended to a higher place than you've ever been. And it can be the most incredible experience, but then you plateau 
It's not that you descend, it's that you become acclimated to this new frequency. And as you're acclimating these deeper, more crusty layers of unresolved traumas or energies or wounds or imbalances that are happening in your energy field now have space to move up and it starts moving up into the surface. And there's all kinds of things that can amplify that experience. I know moon cycles, astrological conjunctions, what's happening globally in the collective. There's so many things, not to mention just this whole planet and everything that's happening right now, which we're going to get into more, that allow these deeper unresolved layers of our energy to surface. And when they come to the surface, that's when we're starting to look through that really like foggy lens. And we're like, what's going on? Life sucks. You know, all this weird stuff starts manifesting because we're dealing with these frequencies. And then boom, you get another opportunity for this layer to be swiftly lifted out of your energy field. And that's when we have these massive like upgrades, when we have this massive sort of like spiritual leveling up. Now, not everybody is going to have it in that big, massive way. Sometimes it's just, you know, more gentle or yeah, sometimes intense, but not something that will like, you know, ring your bell as a way I like to say things where it just is so transformative. So that's how I see it. It's like uh, layers of an onion. You remove one layer. It feels great. You have all this room, a new layer comes up and it manifests into another dark night of the soul period. Now I can tell you, I've had many of them. I'm not saying that they come often. But I can tell you in the beginning of my spiritual process, they were more tightly woven together. Like I would have a lot of dark moments one after another. And the more clearing and the more work and the more layers that I went through that period of sweetness between the more shadowy experience became longer and longer. And then when I faced my shadowy experience, because I became wiser and had more tools, I was able to move through it with a little less effort. You know, it didn't last a year or two years, you know, you know, I've had ones that lasted years, two years long. Um, oh. Now it's, it seems like I can move through it fairly quickly, maybe in a few weeks, maybe a few months at most, depending on how intense it is and what layer I'm working through. And I know that you know, when you're in those moments of that really dark night of the soul, and it's so hopeless, and you're thinking, I'm never going to get out of this, this is I'll never find happiness again, I'll never find inner peace. I tell people, and it's so hard for people to digest in the moment that you're in that, but this is an opportunity to do a really great clearing. And when that clearing happens, it opens up and makes way for all these blessings to come in because you're just taking this giant leap in your frequency and you're going to be attracting so many beautiful things into your life. So though the journey through the dark night of the soul is hard and unpleasant, it's so worth it because there's so many rewards that come right behind it. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said, Jude. And sometimes that dark night of the soul brings us to an awareness, awareness of where we need to shift, how we need to change things, where we're stuck. And that awareness can be a precursor to ascension. However, we don't have to go through this to ascend. It's not like a pattern that repeats itself all the time. We don't have to be miserable and depressed and, and look into our dark shadow before we can ascend. That is helpful sometimes, but there are times when with ascension, we're just able to tap into that state of of joy and happiness for no particular reason where we just, all of a sudden it's like we step into a new energy field, everything cleansed, everything's in alignment, and we just are in a place of bliss. And the more we become aware of these moments, the more we can recognize them. And the more we recognize them, the more we can meditate on them and the more we can learn from them, which leads to more times of ascension. I totally agree with that. You do not have to go through a dark period in order to level up in your ascension, but 
um, another great thing about being on a spiritual path and learning some spiritual tools is when you can recognize when, you know, shadowy layers are starting to surface that you can go do the things, go do a cleanse, go do some meditation, you know, do things that are helpful for your energy and, and raise up your frequency though. You know, I will say that there's some of us out there who I can speak out of experience we have some pretty deep, heavy layers in there. And sometimes there's no way skirting around it. But for anybody who seems like they're going through a low point now or at any point, just always know you got to see this as your opportunity to do some major cleansing. Okay. And then let's go into this. What's happening globally is there is a universal frequency upgrade that's happening and we're all being affected by it. And as these energies are accelerating, it's making more space. It's making more movement in our stagnant and stuck energy. So those energies are starting to kind of jar loose and lift up. And a lot of that imbalance that we haven't been dealing with, whether it be this lifetime or many lifetimes before is starting to come to the surface. So we're coming into a much more challenging time. And I think that's why there's a lot of sort of chaos and unrest in the world right now, because these acceleration energies are dislodging energies that are making people act crazy and do crazy things. And so outside of what's just happening with us individually in our own work, this topic of ascension is sort of recognizing that the whole planet is moving through an acceleration of their frequency into an ascension space. Yeah. What do you think of that, Patty? I agree with that. I think that we, the planet has been in its dark night of the soul. hundred percent. Yeah. And we are moving into ascension. And like I said earlier, ascension can be tricky. We're living in these third dimensional bodies. We're third dimensional beings and we're shifting into the whole planet is shifting into higher dimensions and we have to kind of keep up and it can be difficult to, you know, sense that there's more and you're wanting to ascend. However, you have to eat and you have to work and you have to clean your house. So we're in this battle between the third dimension and the fourth dimension, the way I feel it. There's a lot of talk about the fifth dimension. Personally, feel like we need to pop into the fourth before we can go to, into the fifth, even though a lot of us are having experiences of fifth dimension, little tidbits of that here and there. So during this time of this rapid shifting, like you said earlier, it's as if a shift comes in, we ascend with the planet and then we plateau. And during that plateau time is the time that we regulate and acclimate to the shift. And this can cause headaches, body aches, heart palpitations, sleep disturbances, kind of emotional disturbances. Our empathy can be up. For me, I really notice a lot of body temperature shifting. It's hard to regulate your body temperature. Everything is moving pretty quickly. And we are still dealing with the limits of the third dimensional reality as we're trying to ascend into a higher dimensional frequency. And it can be pretty tricky and, and it can take its toll on all of us. So this can also bring up anxiety and depression because part of us has this sense of what's possible. And we're getting little tastes of where we're going and, and how we want things to shift. And we're seeing all the darkness and negativity that's happening and knowing that's there, that there's more, and we can be kind of torn. So in addition to acclimating physically to what's shifting, we also have to acclimate energetically and our, our nervous system, and it affects all of our senses. And, um, it, like I said earlier, it can be kind of a wild ride and we're right in the middle of it. Right. It's a big purging of lower density energies that are 
embedded into our individual energy bodies. And if you can imagine that all of us collectively are going through this, our collective body, all of humanity is also going through sort of this purge. And I think it's a sign of the times as to why so many things are coming to the surface as far as the imbalances that we're seeing with race, with health, with sexuality, with all of these things are coming up in a big way and being forced to look at by the masses. And I think this is also part of like that collective sense of us purging these unhealed wounds of the soul that we are all individually going through, which would not only manifest as ascension symptoms, like Patty said, like these physical headaches, uh, nausea, anxiety, but also manifesting in situations that we're experiencing in our life, you know, whether it's relationship issues, breakups, career changes, suddenly just all of your friends just kind of fade away and you're realizing you're not on the same page as people. I think a lot of people have been going through that thing specifically realizing that their tribe is changing and transforming like people that they've known their whole lives are no longer you know resonating with each other and they're sort of starting to gravitate towards people who are more like-minded that's a big part of the ascension shift too i agree i think we start to be more sensitive to things that work against us and things that get in our way and like you said that can be relationships that can be our careers that can be getting in our own way and our negative thought processes. If you look at the interesting thing that's happening right now with COVID is that there are a lack of employees. A lot of people are not returning to their jobs. They have taken this time and realized that their career is no longer in alignment with their higher self, that they weren't doing what they were passionate about, or they were no longer growing or expanding from that. And so that's what's happening too, is that we're taking this time as we have these wonderful ascensions and we plateau, we can realize that there's this clarity that comes about and helps us realize what's not working any longer. Here's a good question. Do you think everybody is guaranteed ascension you and I both recognize that the entire planet and everybody on it is being subjected to some very like high cosmic frequencies that are kind of jarring everything loose and up, you know, right? But clearly there are people on the planet who are not having these massive spiritual transformations. If anything, they keep twisting back in on themselves in the muck, right? So do you see ascension as something that will eventually affect everybody or will some people just remain stagnant and stuck and remain in a lower frequency? Or do you think that it just maybe takes those people longer, you know, because they're not riding with the wave of ascension, they're sort of moving against the current. What, what's your opinion? I think there are so many factors involved here. You know, there's karma, there's what we came here to do. There's why we chose to be alive during this time. And that can be for positive reasons to, you know, kind of ride this wonderful wave, or it can be to discover something about yourself when you don't take these opportunities. So I believe that we are all welcomed to this, but it has a lot to do with where we are and how we choose to move forward. Yeah, I would have to agree, but from an outsider's eyes looking in on certain types of people to see their life sort of turn in over and over like a turbine, they're being given these opportunities where their imbalances are being thrown in their face and they could choose better. They could make a choice that could move them out of that wheel yet they make choices that almost compound it and make it worse. And I think also a symptom of 
ascension, global ascension, is that karma comes back faster. I think everything is moving faster. So what may have taken lifetimes and lifetimes to come back full circle might be happening very quickly now, where the things that were you know, as you say, the energy you output comes back. I feel like that return, that reflect is happening faster and faster. Do you agree with that, Patty, or do you see it differently? No, I full, I, I totally agree with that 100%. I, I just think there are some people that are more comfortable in a limited space that are uncomfortable with the idea of moving into limitless potential and into full awakening. You know, there are people that are more comfortable in the dark and are stubborn and choose to stay there. I don't feel like everybody that chose to be alive during this time is here for the purpose of ascending. I feel like there are some people that are here to, like I said earlier, to fight against this or to learn from this or to dispel some karmic debt from this. Does that answer your question? It's so, this is such an odd concept to try to put words to. I would agree with that too. I mean, I don't think any one of us, I don't care how enlightened you are, could know for certain exactly how any of this is going to happen or what it all exactly means. But I know you and I, we are able to see into different dimensional planes and see how these energies are affecting what's happening in this physical reality. So it's just so interesting to me that we align in so many ways without having discussed it prior, you know, like Mm -hmm. when you and I actually do open up these conversations in private and I'm like, wow, this is what I see. Or I'll call you and be like, this has been happening to me for the last few weeks. I don't know. And you're like me too. And vice versa. And so here's another aspect of Ascension too, just even beyond me and Patty conversing amongst each other how many people are also getting the same hints about how these energies are shifting and how our consciousness is shifting. And we are in a time globally where information is spreading faster and faster. And there's so much information out there and there's so many resources for, I mean, I can tell you when I was a kid, we had like unsolved mysteries and like once a year they do like a, an alien encounter. And it was like the best episode of the year, you know, to me when I was a kid, but now it's like, you can turn on the TV at any point in time and see UFO, everything, documentaries, streaming, YouTube, whatever you want. And it's psychics. And I know Gwyneth Paltrow had a, a show called the goop on Netflix. And I was just like, there's a celebrity exploring alternative forms of natural healing. You know, I just think this, it's just amazing what's happening and the way that we're sharing these ideas and these ancient wisdoms and lessons and helping people. It's incredible because I can tell you there was a point in time in my early twenties when I really wanted to learn a new modality. Like I wanted to go take a training. And first of all, it was hard to find. Second of all, it was probably super far away you know, and the chances that I was even going to be able to make it happen. And nowadays, if you wanted to learn a new modality or take a mentorship, you could find somebody online and sign up right away. So people are accelerating just by their own desire so much faster based on what they're interested in and and the kind of content and information that they're consuming. It's really an incredible time to be alive. And it's really amazing to watch this all unfold. But at the same time, it can be, you know, sometimes so frustrating for those who are not catching on, who are not making it, who are so stuck in the box that they're not seeing this beautiful acceleration that's happening all around. So this is kind of a good time to segue into um, something I wanted to talk about, about 
the communication and what's out there and what's available right now and validation and where we can find answers and things that help help us have a better understanding of what we're going through. I've mentioned before that I was raised by an extremely psychic father. My dad was really, really psychic, and I experienced a lot of magical synchronicities and predictions and all of these things that he shared with us. However, it never was translated into a spiritual connection. There was never a talk of where does this come from? Why do you have this gift? What should you do with this gift? Where did it originate? How do you use it? it? None of that was ever discussed. So it was this awareness and connection with psychic phenomenon, but totally void of any spiritual context whatsoever. So the birth of my first child was truly a huge spiritual awakening for me. And I feel like it was an ascension. It was, you know, this divinely innocent being was brought into my life that I kind of brought him in. And here I am holding him, this angelical presence, and I'm responsible for this. And I felt unworthy and ill-equipped to deal with this. And I just knew that this was beyond just a physical experience, that there was so much more to this. And I was really in this space of searching for this and trying to have an understanding of what I was going through. Uh, you know, I was blissed out being a new mother, but this was way beyond that. And it's kind of funny because I actually had a coworker that was a born again Christian. We went to lunch and they decided to save me. And I, I pretty much, I was there. I had a big emotional breakthrough you know, I felt like for the first time in my life, I didn't feel alone. I felt like there was something divine out there that this divine presence. And at that time, the only avenue for spirituality was an organized religion. And to me, what was available was Christianity. So I was in a vulnerable state and this seemed to answer some questions for me. And I, I kind of did the Christian thing for about a year and it became clear that this wasn't in alignment with who I was. And there was no place for my psychic abilities and my empathy and magic with this. So I kind of left Christianity and I kind of shut down to organized religion. And I kept telling my husband, I was going to start my own religion here. So I did end up, you know, about eight or nine years later, having psychic classes. And like you said earlier, having a community of like-minded people and having people explain my psychic abilities in a way that was based on spiritual practices and spirituality and connection with the divine and the sacred. And that is when I was truly able to have an understanding of what my spiritual awakening or my ascension was really all about and had a place to kind of have a better understanding of that. So I think that that happens to a lot of people. And I wanted to mention this too. And there are wonderful things about organized religion and people thrive in that. And there are some of us that don't thrive in that, but having Jude and I here to talk to having spiritual teachers and all the information online and on the television to help you find what aligns with what you're going through will help you ascend and have an understanding of that. Yeah, I, I love that, Patty. And I think ultimately spirituality and ascension go hand in hand, no matter what pathway we take. You and I are alike where we're a lot more open-ended and not tied into religious organizations or specific belief systems. But I don't think being tied to one would hinder you from ascending and becoming more awoken. Like I know that there's a, somebody I read recently said that they were a Christian mystic 
and I loved it. I was like, whoa, like that's cool, you know? So there's different movements happening within organized religion that people are still aligned with enough of it that they want to stay in it, but they're also open enough to see their own viewpoints and follow their own higher truth within that space. So regardless, Ascension is a spiritual awakening. However, and it's not going to be the same for everybody. We can't expect that. We have to be very open for everybody in their own personal experience. At the end of the day, it's about what brings you closer to source, what brings you closer to your higher self and your higher truth, where you live in accordance to being like a divine being on the planet, being good, being in a space of love. And when we're talking about ascension, we're, we're going right now from what is commonly said, a third dimension reality into a fourth, fifth dimension reality. And I like to think of it sort of like the chakras, you know, the third chakra, the solar plexus, that's sort of like work and action and will and power, things like that. It's a more ego driven chakra for me. And we're going to be moving up now into a more heart centered, more loving, more compassionate, more, more of a unified consciousness in the heart space where it's a act of service to others rather than service to self, which would be more of that third dimension. It's all about like me and my needs in the third dimension. And we're moving into a space where our consciousness is more in concern of like, well, how are they doing? How's everybody else doing? How, how do we support one another? And what is the difference between, as Patty said earlier, third, fourth, fifth, like we're supposedly moving into a fifth dimensional consciousness. We are thinking like, well, what happens with the fourth? What's going on there? Are we just popping over it? Are we skipping through it? I'm sort of seeing fourth dimension as like the hallway between three and five. So Patty, do you have any thoughts on that as far as you know, maybe we should describe what is fifth dimensional consciousness? Is it a state of mind? Is it an actual dimension? Is it a reality? Like what is, what is 5D as commonly said? Well, one thing I will say about fourth dimension and fifth dimension is, and I don't know why everybody's skipping over the fourth dimension. Fifth dimension is when we're in a place of no time limitations, where we can communicate telepathically, where we can manifest instantaneously, where we are truly living in that state of oneness and unification. It's really, really advanced. And we can have glimpses of that. And I certainly have had a lot of experiences with kind of glitches in time lately. I've had a lot of things where I'll look at the clock and it'll be 10 o'clock and I'll go do a bunch of stuff and I'll run back and it'll be 10 o'clock. And I'll be like, wait, I just did a bunch of stuff and it's the same time. And I've had clients that are feeling that too. So we're getting glimpses of the fifth dimension where time is working in our favor and we're able to manifest um, instantaneously, but in little bits. So the fourth dimension is kind of between here and there. It's where we start having a better awareness of oneness. We start moving into a state of brotherhood. We start living in one with our mother earth and our animals and our plants. We don't feel so isolated from our environment. So it's a state of love and oneness and manifestation and working on behalf of wholeness, in addition to finding your own bliss and your true path and what it is that you have here to offer. But it doesn't move into the instantaneous, no time constraint space. And that's how I kind of separate those two out. I think we have quite a ways to go before we're, we're able to move right directly into fifth, to be honest, in my opinion. 
I agree. I think fifth dimensional mindset and or reality is when we're really tapped into all of our gifts and clairvoyant, seeing things, hearing things that are existing in another dimensional plane and connecting with our higher intuition and getting these downloads and upgrades and yeah, telepathy, telekinesis, teleportation, you know, I don't know, there's all kinds of things that we could be doing. Maybe astral traveling will be second nature to people where it seems like this mysterious thing that some of us are trying to grab onto, uh, connecting with interdimensional beings, talking to our loved ones as some of the best mediums that we have on earth today that maybe there's going to come a day when everybody's going to be able to do that. And it's not going to be a question that we're connecting with uh, souls that have left their physical body. And that sense of timelessness where our consciousness can tap into that. There's no difference between the past, present, and future. And we can access all of that information at any one time. So yeah, that's pretty far away. My personal opinion is, is many of us are already in that fourth dimensional place. Many of us are in that transition point and I think that there's going to be this acceleration happening, in my opinion, over these next few years until we are able to get enough of us into a high enough frequency that perhaps we shall go into this fifth dimensional reality, which I hope happens in my lifetime. But, you know, right now I'm seeing that there's a lot of people who are clearly clearly popped into at least the fourth dimension. And I'd like to mention here, Patty and I had a conversation recently. It was just what, maybe a few weeks ago, Patty. I, I said, you know, I'm having these clients lately where their root chakra does not look plugged in in the same way that I normally see them. Like all of a sudden I had one and then, you know, a few weeks later, two and then three and then boom, boom, boom. And then it's just started becoming more regular. And I was noticing that, you know, for me, as I read through the chakras, there's a definitive way that I will see kind of across the board, at least for the last, you know, six years of how I see somebody particularly grounded. If they are like a earth being human being, I'm not talking about specifically star seeds or people who are running on a totally different frequency. I'm speaking of people who incarnate here on earth to be on earth. Their root chakras look a very specific way to me. And all of a sudden it's like, there's this definitive sense of it being plugged in to an earthly plane, but this earthly plane is sort of different than the old earthly plane that I was used to seeing them. It's a lot higher, a lot cleaner. The energy and the colors of it are much brighter. The tone, the frequency of it is much higher. And it, and it didn't click to me until I talked to Patty about it, that I even had a personal experience where I felt like my root chakra went through this big transformation and it felt like it was operating at a much higher frequency. So Patty, I'm going to hand this to you. Like, what was your perception of that conversation and, and this whole root chakra transformation that you're noticing with people that you're reading? Well, this is really funny because I was laying in bed this morning thinking about the chakra class thinking, oh my God, I'm going to have to change everything on how we talk about grounding because grounding is totally shifted. I depend so much on my grounding for everything, you know, to help me stay in alignment, to help me stay present, to help with my empathy, to uh, help with anxiety. I ground, ground, ground. I cannot ground in the same way at all. And I was recognizing that along with my clients, like you said, and I've been asking friends, we're, we're grounding in a totally different way. If we continue to ground into the third dimensional energy, it's almost like two steps forward, one step back. And I'm still playing with that in meditation and with visuals and trying to find what works for me. But many of you may have noticed that you can't ground in the way you, you were before. It's as if we're 
grounding into the the dying planet, the the abused planet, the lower frequency energy of of the planet. Yet there is also this higher vibration, more of a fourth and fifth dimensional energy of the planet, the healed planet, the the ascending planet, and we really need to be able to ground into that ascending energy so that we ourselves can continue to ascend. And it's pretty tricky. I know for me, I always send a root system down, connect with the center of the planet. There you got it. And I am now more of connecting with the aura of the planet, the vibrational frequency that's possible, that limitless energy. So I'm not tapping into the planet anymore. I'm kind of merging with the energy frequency of the planet, which is a totally different thing. And I've seen that with clients too. And it's kind of hard to explain because so many of us have practiced so much with our grounding and we've kind of got it down. And as things are shifting, we're having to shift the way we do things in many ways. That's so interesting because I've also been doing the same thing with my grounding. I was the same way as you. I would just ground right into the center of the earth. And now I'm feeling like I'm plugging into the aura of the higher earth, which is also a method that I've been passing on to my clients. And I'm like you where I was like, at first I was like, whoa, you're like in a different reality. Like you're literally walking around in a different reality than everybody else. I don't know if you noticed that, but it seems pretty obvious to me orically when I'm looking at somebody. And then there seems to be people who are definitively still plugged into this other reality. And I don't think it's because they're behind or any worse, but maybe they still have work or something to contribute into that more, you know, dense third dimensional space, more healing to bring to it. I'm not really sure, but there is a pocket of people who I believe are plugged into a higher earth. And I think that those people are literally experiencing a different reality than everybody else. Like perhaps this whole COVID business, they're having a totally different experience. Like they're still together. They're still enjoying. They haven't gotten hit and rocked super hard, you know, financially or in their social circles, whatever it might be. It's almost like they're still like, what do you mean? Everything's great. We're all loving we're not living in fear. Those that are plugged into the higher reality that I see are very high and very bright, very clear energies. What's interesting about, I'm curious what you think of this. In the past, when I have grounded, it was a a root chakra grounding, but it fully, how to explain, it felt completely different from centering. Centering was an upper chakra experience. Grounding was a lower chakra experience. Now, when I ground, it feels like an upper chakra activation. A hundred percent. Yeah. Isn't that a trip? Yeah. It's almost like I would sense my root chakra being so much below me, you know, and there was this like kind of soothing. So it was almost like a deep massage before, but like really, really deep in the depths of my lower aura. Okay. And now it feels like my root chakra just spreads out, but it feels gets closer to my heart almost like this root chakra expansion and it expands out rather than down. I totally noticed it. And you and I both started experiencing it within the same month of each other. And that's also around the same time I started noticing more and more clients were looking like this. So I think globally, there was some sort of acceleration or shift that happened. Right. So in the chakra system, the root chakra is a much lower vibrational frequency than the crown chakra, obviously not lower in negative or bad. It's just a lower frequency. And we move up in frequency as we move up our chakra system. It feels to me as if the frequency of the root chakra has elevated so much that it actually feels more like tapping into one of the higher chakras than the lower chakra to me. 
Yeah. All three. I feel like all three of the lower chakras have raised in frequency and vibration. Totally. I feel the same way. And that was a great way of describing it. Yeah. It gets me excited. I, and I think this is a great way to segue into there's different ideas, prophecies, different points of view of what ascension is that there's sort of this idea that we're going through this dark time or this dark age, and there's going to be an acceleration of consciousness, a time where people are waking up and being more in service of others, being more in service of the planet. We're trying to live more holistically, more in alignment with the natural world. And our spiritual gifts are going into the ways of like being more healthy and being more conscious and mindful about how our actions affect each other and the planet. So there's going to be this period of acceleration and then it's prophesized in many different, you know, religious groups, spiritual groups all over the planet that there will come like sort of this golden age where we're going to transcend and pop into this higher reality. You know, we've had the end of a long count in the Mayan calendar for December 21st, 2012. I know I was pretty you know, curious what was going to happen on that day when that calendar ended. I'm sure many of you were pretty curious and this really got my wheels turning. I just recently listened to an astrologer podcast about uh, the Kali Yuga, which the Kali Yuga, which I've heard of before is from Hinduism where there's these different ages and the Kali Yuga is described as one of the worst of four ages where everything is, you know, people are very materialistic and very self-serving and there's a lot of sort of sin and corruption and suffering that's happening in the world. And at the end of the Kali Yuga, they're supposed to be coming this golden age. And even a lot of, you know, revelation from the Bible and other, you know, religious organizations talk about sort of like a, a time in which, you know, all sin, all darkness will be eradicated from the world. So I find it interesting that there's so many different schools of thought and they all sort of align to the same idea that we go through a dark period, there's an ascension, and then there's like sort of this pop into this higher reality. One of the things you may have heard of is this idea of a great solar flash is sort of a buzz in the ascension reality that the sun is giving off these solar flares. And perhaps that there's some sort of magical frequency that comes off these solar flares that is this kind of cosmic energy that maybe me or Patty perceive that is helping to accelerate our consciousness. Is it solar flares? Is it mystical portals somewhere out in our universe? I don't know what it is, but there definitely seems to be this sense of everything moving into a higher frequency globally. Can we describe it and detail it exactly as it is. I think there's a lot of theories and opinions about what it is, but I find it fascinating that there is so much talk about it from all over the world, from all kinds of people, indigenous tribes that are also having prophecies that align with some of the religious groups. And But one of the ways that I see it, I've seen the world sort of like split into two realities. And this is coming back into this root chakra situation that we were just talking about. It's almost like there's two earths and there's one that's more high vibrational, one that's more pure, more clean, more loving. And there's one that's still in the muck and yuck of the old world. It's more poisoned. There's more suffering. There's more darkness and sort of evil existing on this other planet. And there was a point 
just recently where I feel there's like this definitive shift between these two realities and either you're on one side of it or you're on the other side of it. And there seems to be this deepening in contrast between these two realities are these two sort of earths. And I don't know if I'm being shown that as like a literal thing or like spirit is trying to define it in a metaphoric way that there's literally like two earths are two realities that we're existing in right now. And they're superimposed on top of each other. So right now it seems like we're coexisting and sharing, but it's almost like these two realities are getting further and further apart. And like the experience that we are having, depending on what earth we align to is going to be totally different than the other. What was your viewpoint on two realities happening? I was told in meditation a while ago that we were going to be splitting into a parallel universe and I was kind of like, well, what the hell does that mean? And, and I feel like spirit has to dumb it down for us a lot, but sometimes they're not willing to go way down and we have to be patient until, <laughs> until we have an understanding. But I agree with you. And this has come up with some readings. I actually read someone the other day who is a fifth dimensional being that has been here on the planet. And, you know, it's been really difficult for her. And spirit was telling her that we are actually in the split that we are currently splitting. So where many of us have been here waiting, you know, we've been here in this lower vibrational frequency, waiting for the higher vibrational shift. You know, she is a high vibrational being in this lower vibration, waiting for it to shift. So she's kind of been doing it the opposite. And I was told that there are many people that are here on the planet right now that are super high vibrational beings. And like you said earlier, there has to be enough of us to raise our frequency, to really fully split into that parallel space. And these beings are here to help us. And there are beings that have found a lot of power within the darker stunted state of the world. And they're not willing to move beyond that. They're not willing to risk giving up that power. So they're holding on to it with dear life. And I feel like they are going to stay in this lower dimensional frequency and have to work through karmic lessons and deal with it where a lot of us, it's kind of like, okay, we're not going to wait for them. We're going to go ahead and, and split and move into that state of bliss and oneness and unity. And there's going to be a lot of changes in our world and how we live our lives and how we treat one another. So I agree with you. And as hard as it is to wrap our mind around a parallel universe, um, I have been told over and over in meditation that we are actively splitting. Yeah, I've had that vision many times over and it seems more obvious by the moment, I guess I want to say. The, the further in we get, the more obvious this split reality that we're in is undeniable. At the beginning of COVID, well, before COVID started, a few months before I had a heavy, strong meditation, and I was told that things were going to split and people were going to have to make a decision. And there were many that were going to ascend and many that were going to leave. And I'm like, leave, what does that mean? Well, I think that's playing out and maybe leave. It means that they are going to leave this ascension path or this wave of ascension and stay in a stuck place because I just don't think everybody is ready to ascend. Yes, I agree with that. And I've also been given guidance from spirit that you got to think of light as like this candle flame in the darkness, like one little light can illuminate so much darkness. So it really only takes one person holding themselves in the light to balance so much shadow in the world. So the way I was told this by spirit was that it only takes a certain number of us to hold ourselves in the light to 
balance all of the shadow in the world. But we're not talking just a little light. We're talking about like people who've really shed all of their fears, all of their doubts, all of their self-limiting beliefs, all of their wounds. And they're truly living in that like sort of enlightened, empowered state where they're truly aligned with their full higher self embodied in their physical vessel. And if enough people can hold into that higher frequency, they can balance so much shadow in the world. In the way that I was told, it's our responsibility, humanity's responsibility individually and collectively for us to work on ourselves, to become more enlightened, to become more spiritually aligned. And look, we're not perfect. Trust me, like I am just as messed up as the rest don't be disillusioned here <laughs> because I am impatient and bratty and bitchy. And I'm all of those things. You know, I'm just a normal human being working through it too. And, you know, I know that I have a long way to go, but every single little bit and every little bit of effort that I make to be a better person or a kinder or more compassionate being creates a ripple effect of a lifted energy throughout the world. And I feel like that allows somebody else along the way to also reach a higher level of their own ascension. And if enough of us reach a high enough ascension, maybe we will hold a high enough frequency to be the buoyancy, that lift that pulls everybody and even this planet up into a higher reality. That's sort of how I saw it. Is that the way it's going to happen? I don't know, but that's a vision that I was given. I love that Jude. So I feel that a symptom of ascension is wanting to be the best person you can. I certainly, after I've had moments of ascension, I really speak nicer to myself. I speak nicer to people. I gossip less. I donate more. I'm more gracious and appreciative. It's a symptom of ascension. And the more that we allow that to happen, the easier it's going to be to ascend more. And I don't feel like we have to do so much work and get to a place where we have no fear whatsoever and no negativity that we have to graduate to a certain emotional space or elevated space to be able to ascend with the planet. I feel almost like karma. You know, it's like if you do something wrong, if you have remorse and you feel bad about it, I feel like that kind of erases your karma. If you desire the higher vibrational life and you want to be better and you work on it and you take it seriously and you receive from that and allow it to shift, that's a huge part of us ascending. We don't have to be at a certain level to ascend. Just opening our hearts to it helps us get into that space that helps it happen. Yeah, I agree. I think that if we are at least mostly good, <laughs> yeah, you know, at least mostly meaning well, that we can accelerate with everybody and everything. And, and maybe those who are still sort of bogged down in the shadows, maybe those of us that are in the light will be able to grab onto as many of those other ones who haven't quite figured it out and take them with us. That's my hope. Or I've had visions of that even where uh, those of us that are doing the work are really on here on behalf of everybody else who couldn't, you know? So that's also part of what we explained in Star Seeds of why there's these different beings from different planets and dimensions coming in with these very high frequencies because they're here to assist us. They're here to help us. They don't need to be here. They don't need to go through karma. They don't need to dig through their muck. They're here to introduce a higher frequency that will eventually help all of us lift. And the more that we contribute individually. Like I said, I feel like somewhere down the line, some ascended master incarnate on the planet is going to be able to reach their fullest and lightest enlightenment. And who knows what kind of great work they're going to be able to do on behalf of the planet or humanity, you know? 
I want to jump in with something real quick here. The fourth dimension, as you said, is in alignment with the, the fourth chakra, the heart chakra. And this is all about self-love and self-forgiveness. We are humans. We're still battling this third dimensional self. You're not going to be perfect. You know, you're going to screw up. You're going to spend days wallowing in fear and negativity, but we need to still love ourselves regardless and find self-forgiveness. And that helps us pull out of that mushy muck and helps us to move forward. But you're not going to be able to do this by effort, by forcing it, by criticizing yourself through self-loathing. It's only going to happen through self-acceptance, self-forgiveness and self-love. And then we'll be able to do that for everybody else in the world. Right. And I don't think any one of us can expect to have to do that all by ourselves and all alone. We're here to help support each other and it's okay to ask for help. I feel like there's a lot of light workers out there and a lot of people waking up and a lot of people who want nothing more than to be able to help their fellow brother, sister, cosmic cousin, whoever it may be, ascend into a higher place. But the truth of the matter is, you know, as Patty said, it's like so important to start with you. Start with your own inner being, cultivate that light, and it will reflect and ripple out to everybody else. Take advantage of spiritual healers right now, people that you trust that can assist you with this. Right. And I think there's a reason why there's been such a call for so many people to step into their healer selves, because this acceleration yeah. is happening faster and faster. And I think there's going to come a time where there's going to be a lot of people. There's a lot of sickness and unhealed beings in the world, and they are going to be popping into this kind of consciousness one by one, and they're going to be seeking other light workers. So sometimes I've heard people be like, oh, the world is so saturated with healers. Everybody wants to be a healer. I was like, good. I think we all should be. I think everybody yeah. should have that basic skill set and think of the mass of this planet. We need more healers. It, it's going to be the support of each other that's going to ultimately save this planet. That's the only way that I see it happening. All right. So what can you do to help this process? You can meditate more, sit in silence, breathe, pause, pay attention, get out in nature, be kind to animals and plants and other people and mother earth and be kind to yourself. Agreed. This was a really awesome conversation and I hope it stimulated some ideas within yourself of how to work deeper within and how to work for each other and for the planet. I'm also excited to announce to you that we have a really great guest coming on to the next podcast who is a numerologist and we're going to be talking about some of the energies around numerology that are very much in alignment with a lot of the things that we were talking about for what's coming in for 2022. So you can look forward to that in early January. And another reminder that we do have openings for our chakra exploration class. If you signed up for our newsletters, you may have gotten an email already, but you can go to spiritspeakerspodcast.com or our Instagram at spiritspeakerspodcast and find links to our website and information about the class. And that is also where you'll be able to sign up. That starts in early January, I think January 2nd, 2022. And we're offering it on Sundays this time to help accommodate some of the people that weren't able to do it because of their work schedules the last time. And you don't have to actually attend the class in live time. If you're somewhere else in a different time zone where it doesn't work for you, you could still attend the class and you'll get recordings and you can still participate by sending in emails with your questions that we'll address during the class. So, 
Also, I'm going to be offering some classes aside from working with Jude. And it's a great idea to get on, not only get on the mailing list for Spirit Speakers podcast, but to go to alignandshinekawaii.com and get on Jude's mailing list and to wingandether.com or pdavispsychic.com and get on my mailing list because we do post things on Spirit Speakers podcast, but our personal offerings are done a little bit differently on our own social media or through our private websites. And we wanted to thank everybody again for all of the generous donations that you've made towards our podcast. We love that. That helps offset some of the costs and keeps us from having to add advertisements. And also for all of the sweet comments on social media and all of the follows, we really have such a wonderful and loving community and it really keeps us going and supports and holds us. And for that, we're extremely appreciative. Happy end of 2021 going into 2022, another year down and a hopeful outlook for what's to come. We look forward to another amazing year with you starting on our next episode. So with that, aloha and take care.